great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other six. We've got a computer restart. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, technical goodies. You're not uh, the one to buy cans usually, Japes. No, I'm not. You're right. I don't usually buy cans at all, but they were sitting there lurking in Dan Murphy's fridge. And at nine dollars, no, eleven dollars ninety, or nine dollars something. They needed to be removed from Dan's fridge. Uh, for four cans, five hundred mils. Um, I thought, well, that's got to be a goer. So as long as I've got a glass to drink out of and not the can, I'm happy. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. Listen, don't get ahead of yourself. It's Hollandia. Yeah, what? Hang on, we're not onto that yet, are we? We haven't even started. Do you well, know? No, but this is the preamble. It is the preamble, the preamble that we haven't been preambling since mid-November. Is it mid-November or is it early December? No, it was mid-November before was I it? went to Bloody hell. Yeah, it was two. Episode 275, which means this, this is episode 276. G'day viewers. Hello, Welcome viewers. to Radio Hot Laps. That occasionally zany and sometimes crazy podcast. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> That takes a, a, light, a slight look at motor, world motor racing, uh, local stuff as well, cool emerging technologies, gadgets and barbecues. And viewers, this afternoon, here we are, back in Adelaide, and can you hear the, the yeah. chorus of the birds? It's absolutely beautiful evening, mild, light breeze, been a lovely day. Big Sun on the gums. Overhead. Yeah, that beautiful evening. The photographers will all be out, making the most of this beautiful light. And uh, I would say that the uh, the redness of the gums at yeah. uh, sunset are akin to the cleanliness of Rusty Sausage Dog, who turns 16 next week. I know, amazing. And she's looking really good too. Boy dogs. Hello dogs. I mean girl boy dogs. <laughs> she does. The Ruster. She? she does. Yeah, no, she's, uh, she's certainly going good in her, uh, her, uh, her age. And uh, anyway, good to be back, mate. Jeez, I've had a few... You've been everywhere, man. <laughs> I had a few <laughs> moments in planes. I think if I added it all up, I think it's the best part of a week. Is that right? In, since I saw you last, I spent the best part of a week in planes. you did come back first class. I did come back first class. Very snobby viewers. Sends me a bloody photo from the first class lounge at Dubai, if you don't mind. Yes, thank you. With gold embellishments. Not in my meal. <laughs> I'm sure if you ask. Nah, but the photo of the meal, two king prawns just laying there lurking, going. Yeah, well, they, they had a, they had their own sushi sushi chef, uh-huh. and I didn't ask for sushi. I asked for sashimi. Right. They said, "Would you like rice with that?" And I said, "No, right. actually, thank you. I don't want sushi. I want sashimi." And uh, and Fred brought all the stuff out except uh, what did I not ask for? I asked for uh, something. Uh, I don't know. 
something I didn't ask for. Um, and it was very, very good. Mm, so yes, um, yes. I have to say probably the trip over and the trip back was my first real first-class experiences, thanks to Qantas and, and also to Emirates for, uh, for, for getting me there. And a yep. uh, little, little trip to, to Austria. Can't tell you what was going on, but um, survived. Survived. Well, that's good. That's always a good Trains thing to come. do. Yeah. Yeah, that's a scary moment. Well, it wasn't a scary moment because you didn't know anything about it. But when you read it, what was it, three days later? In you found out what had happened? And what had happened? Well, you can extol the virtues. Of well, I'll extol the virtues. All right, so Johnny's on a train. I, 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 I just tell the story. Going the from Vienna to somewhere? Graz. To Graz. And... The trip was uneventful. Through the and then... Winding up through the hills. Yeah, like it's yeah, a through the mountains. Sort of yeah, yeah, through the mountains. And then... There's snow. Two days later, he actually read the paper, and there was this bridge collapse, which was quite all over the news over there, apparently. And uh, it turns out that it was the uh, a bridge that was being constructed over the railway line that he had indeed travelled on, and it had collapsed under construction about three minutes after the train had gone. No, through. not even that. Not even Apparently three minutes. less than a minute. Right. So, the, in other words, the vibrations of your train shook the constructed, half-constructed bridge and threw it down on the railway. Not that we would have known, because we were in the dining car. Yeah, I know. And I can bet there was plenty of ale flowing. Ale, there was ale and, flowing. Yeah. And it was very cool. It was a really nice trip over there. But... Um, you know, one would say, well, how didn't you know? How did you not know about this? Mm. I mean, because previously in my life, when I've been on a train or any vehicle moving in a forward direction, after I go over a bridge, I don't turn around to see if it's forward. Of course you don't. No. Absolutely so, not. Well, but uh, lucky uh, escape. Quote demonstration. What? QED. Oh, QED. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. <clears throat> what are you having to drink today, Japes? And don't call me Japes. Don't call me Japes, and we're back to the preamble again. Viewers, if you were listening earlier, the beer I'm drinking... <laughs> Just checking on the steak. ...is a Hollandia, traditionally brewed premium lager beer from Holland. Full, fully imported, 4.7% alcohol, in a 500ml can. It was four cans for, I'm pretty certain it was around 10 bucks at Dan Murphy's. So that basically means that uh, two standard drinks per can. And it's very nice, actually, I have to say. In fact, I'd probably rate it above Heineken. So there you, And what are you drinking? I'm having a... Well, I'll give you a clue. If you were to extrapolate further from one of the songs where Jake was his name, mm-hmm. then you'd find the wine that's been had a CBE removed from. So we're talking an extra leg, if it was Jake. And who Are we allowed had... to mention Rolf Harris? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The fifth leg? That's it. You're good. The it's in because he was Jake the <laughs> fake. <laughs> Deedle, deedle, lump with his extra right. leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no oh, more. Well, there's a few lines there about you know. I bet the girlies wished he didn't have any extra legs, but you know we won't go there. We don't want the drug squad bearing down on us. No, that's for sure. Yeah. So, mate, uh, what's been going on here? I, 
well, you know what's been going on. We just spent all weekend at the fucking Clipsal. <laughs> the Clipsal. Not in fact, it should be now the fucking Clipsal. Do you want to give the viewers the absolute highlight of the event? Oh, trucks. Without doubt. <laughs> the trucks, the trucks, viewers. Did they televise the trucks? I don't know. No, apparently not. You have to have to get it right. on, on Foxtel. Ah, okay. If you've got Foxtel and you haven't seen it, got to rewind, rewind and watch the trucks. Caught they up with awesome. Robbie Gordon. Because he's the uh, instigator he is, of the whole he, deal. He, he, yep, and we saw him just before he went out for his run on Saturday. I said um, to Robbie... Mate, uh, how are you enjoying your first time in Australia? And he goes, oh, it's uh, really great. Of course, this isn't his first time in Australia because he was his actually... His first time in Adelaide. Aha. Uh-huh. But he has yeah. been in Australia. Actually, yes. that's not his first time in Adelaide. He was here earlier in the year to do a promotional jump when there was no facility set up. Right, just to and promote it. he had also been... And signed the deal with the, the SA Gold. government for the big check that he got for bringing it all out. The Gold Coast and raced, <laughs> Indi- and, and, and raced cart... In oh, 1993. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, that gets him into Australia. But it gets him into Australia, but he probably... Technically, it was his first time in Adelaide. I said, how are you enjoying it? He goes, it's a lot more relaxing than Dakar. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> to which I told be. him about the story about how Colin McRae had been kidnapped by bandits, you know, before we moved them into the terrorist naming yep. convention uh, many years back. Um, and once rescued, was handed a bottle of relatively fine red wine, where, according to legend. those around... A legend. <laughs> leg ends. The people around, they said that Colin's mood... Um, uh, demeanour. Demeanour. Uh, demeanour increased in a, in a positive way quite dramatically. <laughs> the, the, was that just because he got it or drank it? Well, he... he, he <laughs> well... Unfortunately, he was. Uh, it's always the good guys or the charismatic chaps that seem to lose their lives mm. unnecessarily. That is for sure. The good guys always go first. And I was actually reading a story about Alessandro Nanini. Oh yeah, uh, in uh, one of the latest uh, motorsport magazines, where I knew you, we all knew that he, um, you know, had his arm severed mm. uh, in a helicopter crash. But it was the case of where he'd. He'd actually um, he'd taken delivery of this new helicopter, and he was not the pilot. His regular pilot was um, very au fait with driving another brand of helicopter, and they were going to go to one position, one place, right. uh, where it was all planned. And at the last minute, the pilot said, "No, no, we'll go and land here." But a gust of wind came in, and the pilot was not experienced. With that, with that brand particular of brand of oh, helicopter, yeah. and the thing went like tits up, and that's how Shit. he uh, he lost an arm. But uh, I think that that's um, uh, he living in Siena, uh, in uh, the northern part of, of Tuscany, or central part of Tuscany. We're uh, having a, a, a restaurant chain, and with some big oh, expansion pains, really? plans, yes. I think. Uh, expansion pains, of course, as well. Of course, yeah, yeah. probably yeah. worth probably our pains too. Catching up and. Uh, with him at some point because I think it'd be good to I think it's really good to try to find these uh, uh, racing car drivers that are from a, from the past oh look it's nothing better oh man now, Jake, what have we got good. here mate we have got a deluxe ribeye viewers an and absolutely deluxe ribeye it's sizzling away on the good old Weber Q and Johnny's got Kipflers 
which he hasn't even parboiled as far yes, as I... Oh, I he have. did parboil them. Okay. Because they just came in, it just looked like three bananas laying there when I arrived. But he's just sprayed them with oil and uh, thrown them on the Weber Q. And they're just sort of charring up a little bit in lines, as you would expect. But the smell is just sensational. I think you're going to like these. I did them the other night. and. Yeah. Uh, but what about the Kipflers? No, I didn't. I just did Kiflis to, to road. I just did Kiflis to road. <laughs> Kiflis, what are you doing? Fucking your end with it. Fucking your end with it. I'll give you the Can't what? fucking take you anywhere. I know. Aren't you happy to be back? So the clips will, well, well. The acid goes boring as usual. But it was good. I think no, it was good, but it was. But there was lots of boring bits. There were. There was some very processional driving on both days. But there were also some exciting bits. I, I think that towards the Overall, end, there was, a ver- there, was, there was one... Look, the, those that got on the podium were, I think, a very good combination of people. Absolutely. Uh, like Chaz Mostert and uh, James Courtney mm. and um, that bloke with the chin. Yeah, yeah. He got up a little bit. J-Dub. Yes. He got up first, first there, day out. But uh, there was... A, oh, I think towards the end, it was a bit controversial where... The Chaz and uh, J Dub clash came together, mm. and, and that car was the, the FPR, you know, uh, FPR car. The, sorry, the, the FPR, FPR yeah, car. Sorry. The, oh, the, yeah. sorry, the FPR Aston. FP, yeah, the FPR Aston. The Thunderbird Two was, was, was noticed, highly wrecked. If you've noticed the new look for uh, Ford's corporate look, it looks very Aston Martinish from the front. Although I must admit, I do actually like the look of the road car. I've seen a couple now uh, out and about. Of the new um, XR8s, the Thunderbird two cars, they look excellent. But do you think that really works for them? David Richards, who's the chairman of ProDrive, divested himself to some extent of the ownership of FPR in Australia. They still seem to have the rights to use the FPR logo. Yeah. Do you think there's a little bit of and who is the you know chairman of Aston Martin? No, there's a little bit of going on. No. What what's the matter with you? It's corporate. It's it's global now. You know, Ford's gone global. It's every car they bring out from now on supposedly is going to be a global car. So an FPR will be no more, and there will no longer be the RS division or the this division or the that division, because apparently they're running a worldwide performance arm. Currently, it's located in a shed in bloody. Uh, where does NASCAR come from? Uh, um, Charlotte. In Charlotte, yeah, or near Charlotte. Um, and Not in Charlotte. That's going to be... <laughs> no, she wouldn't be happy. Um, <laughs> and apparently that's going to be basically where the performance cars for Ford worldwide will all be developed. There will be input from all of these other people, like FPR and you know, or FPV um, and RS and blah, blah, blah. Supposedly, it's all going to happen out of the US. What do you reckon, mate? Sorry, you mate, that it? thing looks sensational. I don't think you need any more. Yep, definitely. I reckon it's just a little bit of By the, the time it's heat, sat, it will be heat just down, and I'll, I'll give a bit of foil over it. Lovely. Over the yep. And turn absolutely, that down absolutely. Minus. To minus. Isn't minus off? No, I'm just going to give a little bit. I'm going to put a bit of foil over that. Won't get foiled again. Talk to the viewers. Well, viewers, so apart from the uh, the Ford kerfuffle um, that Johnny just referred to, um, the rest of the weekend was pretty good. It was 
nice results for particularly James Courtney, um, you know, Frank the Tank and all the stuff. Um, and he was a very, very happy chappy, no doubt about it. And he deserved to Who's be. That? I think he drove a good race. Frank the Tank. Who? James Courtney. Yeah, no, I think that's a popular victory. I think it was a very popular victory. And it was great to see the Holden Racing Team actually back on the podium, looking like they were threatening. I mean, when did we go in the pits? Saturday? When we did that little, when we had that little bit of a tour? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. It was. Yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday, oh, right. late Saturday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And um, <clears throat> had a bit of a chat, had a bit of a look around, got shown a few things. Um, those guys seriously look like they've lifted their game and they're really going for it this year. And good for them. It'll be nice to see someone other than Red Bull Racing or whatever you would like, Triple Eight to call them, um, on the podium a lot more often. So, uh, J-Dub, look out. I think this could be Courtney's year. That's not, that's not to take a detract from the... No spectacle. Oh, oh absolutely not. Is <laughs> you're not meant to do that. Sis don't do that. Um spraying the oil. Not rice bran oil. <laughs> oh, can't we have extra virgin olive oil? No, you know, those really have. ugly this olives. It's not my house. Okay. I'm just staying. Oh, you just stole that. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's right. from the kitchen. You borrowed it. But uh, viewers, I'm just here uh, <laughs> uh, staying <laughs> at uh, a housemate available to me. Uh, Due to the um, imminent or sudden departure of the lady of the house to um, South Africa. South Africa. That's right. There you go. And uh, I'm here for a month. You are. That's it. And that's good. And it's a good location. But uh, uh, look, the rest of Clipsal was pretty good. Like the weather was pleasant. The weather was actually really horrible on Saturday, it was (laughs) sticky as. It was it was almost like after you come out of Austria it was warm. <laughs> it was almost like racing in bloody cairns or something. For a while anyway. It it, it sort of changed during the day. Um but Sunday was lovely. It was perfect. It wasn't too hot. Was there was lovely. a bit of a breeze. Carrera so, Cup was interesting. Carrera Cup was good. Do you want to talk about Simon? Yeah, I just well just about the category um in general, I guess. So since the previous episode, I guess, um, I've had quite a bit to do with Simon Hodge, the 2014 uh, G, uh, Formula 3 champion. Um, took him to Dubai for a race there for 24 hours, but uh, did he did very well, but the car was destroyed in a qualifying accident, so we really sort of couldn't put things together as, as much as we would have liked to, but he, uh, he shone... Um, I can see the potential there, and then moving moving him on to uh, join B12H. Nathan Morecambe and Austin Sindrick, who Austin is uh, Tim Sindrick, the Penske president's son, sixteen year old, within the the second uh, or first or second, but the white Erebus SLS for the Bassus Twelve Hour, which uh, unfortunately was destroyed last weekend uh, Saturday morning by Morgan Haber at Turn Eight, um, uh, who was the has agreed to do the Australian GT Championship. That was all pretty good as well. Um, a B12 and, hour, I thought the boys acquitted themselves really well. And, yeah, and Austin. Yeah. No, they did. They did. Austin and Nathan particularly, but I don't think Simon Hodge let them down either. No, Simon didn't let them down, but Simon was a little bit, I, I, I guess, was possibly a bit spooked by my 
I suppose, overzealous, you know, hammering him in the ear about don't damage the car. That wouldn't be like you, Johnny. Don't damage the car. Don't damage the car. So over the top of the mountain, he was probably a little bit more mm, tentative. Right. I guess is the best best way to say it. But better to, you know, better to be able to fight until the end. Yep. Well, they brought Um, it home in in one piece. And Simon did a good job in Carrera Cup, even with BRM and his uh, his um, his teammates, Richard Musket, who's the GT champion. Um, and see, so he's a F3 champion, and Richard was in the other Erebus car. Um, so they're um, they seem to be going going good. From what I hear, is that uh, the the data, the swapping of data, has slowed down just recently because Simon was the quickest yeah, uh, through <laughs> turn eight. That's right. He got a purple. He, <laughs> he got, got a purple, purple. <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday morning. Yeah, which was great. So no, overall good event. The trucks, brilliant. Carrera Cup, very good. GTs, yeah, pretty good. Oh, pretty look, good. A lot of I think there's a lot of disparity behavior. in the GTs. There's though, a lot of you? irresponsible behaviour there. Like there's an enormous crash. Yeah. On uh, on Saturday morning. Like first of all, let's go back. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. But yeah. let's go back to Friday afternoon for John O'Lester in the Trash Ferrari, um, a New Zealand uh, entity, and came over and just did yep. a. Polled Put it, it on pole. Did a very yeah. good job. Um, going good in the race. But sort of got caught out with the safety car situation and sort of put him in the back foot. But it wasn't any, um, you know, any fault of his. 27th, then he returned and then came up to 4th. So that's all pretty good. And then his co-driver on the Sunday, Paul Kelly, I guess just, you know, exuberance and gentleman driver. And uh, he's gone through the first chicane and sort of it's gassed up and it's just fired the thing straight right into the wall and it's just and then smashed everybody else's yeah. car up. And it's been very uh, very unnecessary and um, uh, an expensive exercise. But they have 12 weeks. <laughs> Get this, a championship that has 12 weeks, a three-month break, you know, like so much for momentum <laughs> before they uh, race again at Phillip Island 101, which will be, uh, I guess, in winter. Yeah, it will and be. Uh, there's, oh, be freezing. there's nothing good down there. Imagine and... that wind coming off of the sea. Oh. I, I tell you, there'll be wind Oof. coming off that barbecue if I don't get that on. So we'll come back and do that a little bit more later. Okay. Well, Johnny, that was deluxe. Viewers, we just had the best ribeye and kip flip potato. Well, we've had them before. You just haven't had we them have, for a while. But yeah, well, I haven't had them for a while cooked on your barbie the way you do them. But it's not it my barbie. Excellent. It's not my barbie, but it just... Is that, is that not yours? No, this is the... I thought the, that was your Weber Q. No, this is the... Ha- I, I thought, thought you brought your Weber Q with you. No, it's, it's just oh, the right. house I'm just okay. bringing for a month. Right, I didn't realise that. No, the lady's but it's got, identical the to lady's yours. Gone to sit, well, yeah, because all Weber Qs look the same. Well, that size. What, dirty? That's what. <laughs> I noticed she's got a long-handled um, wire brush there. I'm actually, I have to tell you that I'm very disappointed with my wire brush from Weber because it hasn't lasted that long and all the corners Anyway, stick screwed. to the accolades. Well, well, I'm just moving digressing to barbecues momentarily because we but, talk but, fuck but all the, about the them accordingly. But the potato, the Kipflers were sensational viewers, I have to say, with the gravy. Got to have the gravy on, a bit of pepper, a bit of salt. Oh, parboiled viewers. Yep. Long, big, thick kifflers are probably about the diameter of a of a of a of a spray can, I guess. Maybe a well, little bit like less. They look like three bananas laying there. Yeah, three bananas. Yeah. And you just, I just yep. parboil them for about twenty minutes. Twenty that long? Yeah, twenty minutes. Pretty yeah. much go all the way, and then I let them laze in the hot water. 
Yeah, I always let my parboils in the hot place. And I dried them off. I usually only do them until they come to the boil and then just turn them off and leave them for 20 minutes. Boil them up. So they're they're cooked in the centre. Yeah. They're they're soft. Right. But then they fluff up. Yeah. Because the skin gets all crispy and. And it's a bit like a, a old, good old baked potato. Yeah, it's a, good, a few bits of sugar snaps and a bit of garlic yep. and Uncle Bob. Oh, indeed. Good old Uncle Bob. Righto, well. Righto, Clipsal, well. what else do you want to talk about? I don't bloody know. Well, you we've done the clips, haven't we? Bathhouse 12 hour. Because oh, I wasn't able to go, viewers. Yeah, it I was too busy. Which, no, out. nothing to do with not being allowed out. I just couldn't actually manage it financially or the time that was required to actually do it. Uh, so I was really pissed off that I couldn't go. Oh, yeah. And I heard it over the phone. I watched it, it was on TV. Really I got up early. Good. I shut up. I got up early and it was on all day long and I didn't hardly miss a lap, I have to say. And I thought it was the best event that we've had since the last Bathurst 12-hour. Um, but a great race, uh, fantastic commentary, without a doubt. Yeah, like John Hindorf, uh, yeah. uh, Graham Goodwin, and uh, our own, our own. Homegrown, home Barossa boy. Local, Barossa yeah. boy, statesman <laughs> driver, Richard Crail, um, and made no. a very uh, a very good uh, good effort. Of it. In fact, I might actually put at the end of the show a uh, an, a little extra bit, or maybe yeah. it should be the two seventy six A, which is the um, the trip that I took from uh, Bentley, Sydney, up to Bathurst with uh, oh yes with uh, Graham Goodwin, who who is the um, editor of DailySportsCar.com. and he's a who? brilliant. Who? Statsman. Of which four? No, that's Paul Trusswell. Oh, sorry. Who? Which four? A very reasonable, a very reasonable price for thirty-five pounds a year. Is it still year. thirty-five pounds? Actually, it's free because Nismo pay for everything. Right. Ooh. So um, that's uh, yeah. Definitely put that up at the end. You'll enjoy that. And uh, went up to went up there in the Bentley W12. Yeah. How's that, viewers? Bell's line. See, I'm even more jealous now, especially Bell's line. Oh man! Didn't feel a corner. Would have been awesome. Didn't feel a corner. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> it just lushed around. Oh. And that was the road-going version, though. That is the road. So going. is that with the walnut veneer? Oh no, the was, there the was shit? lots was of it all nuts. carbon fibre. Lots of no, no, it's no carbon fibre. Ah, oh, right. It was the seven or eight hundred horsepower mm. version with the a thousand Burled walnut. Yeah, that was yes. absolutely. And then we stopped for, um, as you do. Of course. Crumbed cutlets. Oh, you didn't? Did you stop at the same place? Had to. Had to drag him <laughs> in for crumbed did cutlets. You, and did he like them? <laughs> he was wiping the grease off his face for the next half hour. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. <laughs> because viewers, they, there's no better place to get a good old crumbed cutlet. Because you, you, crumb you can't cutlets, get them anymore. They're really not bit tricky. Yeah, they because are. Because they, what they can, some of the some of the people, what they do is they cover up the fatty big strip on the outside, mm. which you know is gnarly and you can't eat. They'd, exactly. The smart people, well, those that Trim are true, back. true and aficionados of a crumbed cutlet, will uh, cut that bit of fat mm. off the edge and just leave a little bit there, mm. so you get a little bit of, yeah, and possibly doused in a little bit of salt. That's it. And, nice and uh, crunchy and, and on gravy. the outside. And they were like 
they were up like this stacked, so they were nice. Oh. Yeah, with a little bit of peas and gravy on the yep. side and a bit of mash. Oh, mash way to go. And you, you like them, don't you? I do. I love them. I think they're great. Not enough <laughs> pubs do them anymore. <laughs> so for all you publicans out there who might be listening, get onto the crumb cutlets because I reckon they're a, they're a winner. Well, and it, they're an Australian thing. It was an Australian thing. And in fact, what, uh, what Graham from Daily Sports Card was, was rather impressed about the vehicle. The vehicle was that when we um, got back into the car, um, we just spoke to the, the voice-activated assistant about had greasy lamb cutlets for lunch and, like, paper towels and hands just came out and just wiped our faces <laughs> sure. immediately clean and, like, it was like, it was like the Jetsons. <laughs> You think I'm making this up? Yeah, this I is do. true. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. tell you, this is what you get. We pay the money. Have you been in one? So when you go for a service, they replace the paper towels, do they? Well, I don't know. I don't ask the questions. <laughs> no, they weren't paper towels. They were more uh, like a sort of a, a moist lavender wipets. moist wipettes. Right. Okay. That's right. Fair enough. This is what you get yeah. with Bentleys. This is what you're paying for. It's these hidden things. No one goes on about them. I mean, it's not like anyone generally tests a car. Go. All right. Oh, I'll oh. take it for lunch. Oh, oh, he's got red yeah. wine all over his little cheat sheet. Shut up. They uh, <laughs> don't uh, take the car for a, a, a first test after lunch. I mean, they're probably going to be working a little bit further on the uh, on the facial recognition system built into the car. They go, oh, crumbs, crumbs means cutlets. Cutlets, <laughs> Australia, Lithgow. We've had lamb cutlets with... Oh, no, we need to wipe your face. <laughs> And the GPS just immediately pops up with that as the destination. Yeah. Well, actually, do you know what? <laughs> it, it, it was actually quite funny, the the, uh, the way that uh, the, the sat-nav worked in the car. It, it went, after we got to the Bell's Line of Road, it went, can carry on this road for a long time. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> it was less definitive yes. than expected. It's sort of, you don't need to know anything. We'll no, alert you just to any time. impending yeah. changes of direction. Of course, if you're hoofing on a bit, it may be a shorter time. Yeah, there was a bit of hoofage. We won't worry about that. Yeah, the v, V12 hoofage. W12. Oh, the W12. W12. Don't, w. don't sell it short. Don't W. W. So, no, it was a great event, I thought, and I was really sad not to have gone. But uh, certainly the TV did it justice. Um, it was great to have live TV coverage for the whole race this year, even if you didn't have, did have to watch Seven Mate and then make sure you flicked over when it went on the main channel. Which actually flicked over earlier than um, expected. Yeah, it did. Now, uh, I will just say that uh, the, the trio of Nathan Morecambe and Simon Hodge, who... Oh, Oh, what do I say his name? And he sends me a text message. Well, Very strange. That? You know, I'll get that later. Um, is uh, that uh, and Austin Cedric did all did a good job. That the car was let down by the fact they ran Pirellis, and the Pirellis three three tyres delaminated. Yeah, um, that's once that put Nathan into the wall at the cutting, uh, no fault of Nathan's at all. And another time on the exit of the chase with Austin in the car left rear. Went down and luckily he was quick thinking boy straight, straight in into the pit bay. Yeah. And if it had it been on the entry point, had it been the entry point to the chase, it could have been mm. a less uh, luxurious and uh, um, then it would not have been left to yeah. Morgan Haber to destroy it at Clipsal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on you, Morgan. 
Morgan. I bet Betty, Betty was really happy about well, that. Well, no, she wasn't happy. <laughs> really? That's a surprise. Because it was a historically important... It was enough the, to turn her hair the, back the, to its natural colour. The, 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 <laughs> Whatever anyway. that is. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. But anyway. rewinding a little bit um, from that, it had been the adventure to Dubai, 24 hour, which was a sudden invitation for... Simon and Nathan, and Nathan had some commitments in the, in the social atmosphere that uh, he decided he didn't want to do that, that's fine, but Nathan, um, Simon uh, and his father and I went over there and had a very good time, caught up with Jane Rowe from um, uh, Michelin and uh, Rowan Gannett from Qantas, and uh, thank you very much to those guys for helping us get there, and uh, it was a, looking like a very good race until the car was destroyed, no fault of Simon's, he wasn't in the car by a, uh, a 458 Ferrari GT3. It had come down the back straight there into turn 10 with um, oil. The oil was down and the marshals were, you know, eating their falafel and sand <laughs> sand sandwich, you know, not looking <laughs> at it. You know, they obviously Turkey they bacon. Well, they weren't on the booze, were they? they fucking should have Turkey been. bacon. Fuck yous. Anyway, the fucking <laughs> 458 flew across the road and took out the... Took out the um, took out our Porsche and it was a completely wrecked brand new brand new 991 cup car um, endurance spec as well like you just can't take a regular cup car and put it in right. endurance races because there is different weighting of the rods and you know endurance spec cars and the car had uh, podiumed at uh, Golf 12 hour only a, a couple of weeks back so it was um, three weeks back so it was very, very disappointing. Very disappointing. Yeah. Of course, they, I can, let me tell you, viewers, I had to spend a serious amount of time uh, trying to stabilise Simon's brain over that <laughs> moment. But uh, once we got him to the level 59 of the Marriott with a view over the, uh, the, 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 uh, the palms of oh, the yeah, Dubai yeah, Palm yeah. and yeah. Atlantis in the distance and a fluffy duck with an umbrella arrived. A fluffy duck. He, you know, he likes his, he likes his, <laughs> he likes his colourful drinks. No, we got, those, we got that down his throat and uh, a couple of those. Settled him down. Yeah, Jane Ray turned up and then he, he was fluffy. <laughs> and in fact, he was fluffy the following night when I said to him, um, and we were, where were we the next night? We were actually, oh, it was great, at the Jadurbia Marriott Business Bay, um, which, again, Qantas, thanks very much, had organised for us. And we were up having dinner. It's the tallest Hotel in the world. Is that and we right? were up like right up high. It was very, very nice for us. Does it went sway to... in the breeze? Jane Rowe and I checked Well, I didn't check. <laughs> but Jane and I went and ran, checked all the restaurants at six o'clock and went to every single one of them to go, Oh, tell us what you what do you got to offer in the and it was really one of those places where you go, You you don't need to leave the hotel and it was just utterly outstanding. <laughs> but we ended up settling on a Italian um Sort of smorgasbord with cook everything you yeah. cook anything you want. Walked up and there's all sorts of meats and fish and they cook it however you want. It was all Italian style. Never seen anything like that before. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, now why am I telling you that? Why am I telling you that? Why am I you're just digressing that? from Dubai to over. Oh, that's right. But we went yeah. to the 69th floor that night. Right. The 69th floor. <laughs> the 69. <laughs> yeah. Right. And what's on the 69th floor? Well, it was, uh, it so smelled we, of fish. we went up to the 70th. <laughs> there's a little, there's a, night, a, a little nightclub fish up there. Fish restaurant. Little nightclub up there. Floor? Anyway, uh, so Simon had added me a few more, like you know, 
pina coladas with extra pina, pina or something <laughs> fucking ridiculous. With extra pina. Anyway, after he's had about three, I said, listen, mate, do you think you could drive that SLS at, at Bathurst 12-hour? Because we were trying to get him a B-drive. Right, okay. Um, but as it turned out, that would have been, nah, not what he probably wanted. He goes, yeah, I think I could do it. So I put a call into to Barry Ryan at... at uh, or rather than an email to Barry Ryan at Erebus and said, hey, mate, would you consider this? And he went, anyone can win a championship? Absolutely. So the deal was done. Brilliant. In a, a, a couple of days' time, we, he was, well, in one day's time, part he was time. A part of the Erebus a GT team uh, in the second car, the first car populated by uh, Jack LeBrock, uh, Dean Canto, um, and... Um, Richard Musket, uh, current yep. Australian GT champion. And that was all pretty happy. And then we went to um, Phillip Island on the oh, 21st right. yeah. for a test day, and uh, it all worked out very, very well. Benny Simonson was there as well, who had flown in to, at a last minute, Alan's younger brother, to drive with the vicious rumour racing Ferrari, replacing Tony De Felice, who had, uh, you know, I think a very how do you say? Well, commendable of the of the of the gentleman to um, offer such a, a seat to someone like like Benny, who yep. rewarded them enormously, absolutely uh, by uh, he result. and uh, his uh, co-drivers to um, start from pit lane to mm. come sixth outright at the event and second in AM. And I might point out, viewers, that the winner of the event, outright winner, which was the um, Nissan GDR, the yes. uh, Nismo PlayStation Academy car, was um, of uh, a Florian Strauss, um, Chio, and yeah, uh, yeah. who was the other guy? Who's the other guy? Who's the other guy? Oh, mental blank. Yeah, right. And it was also it was that actually an amateur car? So it was yeah. simply because the drivers weren't seated. Mm. Now seating is a bit of a contentious issue, and you have to have won a championship to be considered seated you have two seated car drivers in the car you got to go to pro wasn't there wasn't there something on the tv about so the pro car sorry so the pro was it who only had his um international license for 12 months or something well he seemed like he knew what he was doing yeah absolutely so 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 the, the the black pro so the black pro just following on to the freaking Incoming text message or phone disrupted call, everything. fucking disrupted everything. The, the, the black Erebus Pro car um, had two seated drivers, which was um, uh, Canto. Yes. On the basis that he'd been second at Bathurst or podiumed at Bathurst yep. with uh, with Doctor Reynolds. Yes. In the fifty two B car. Yeah. Um, with Bottolo fifty two B car two years two years, two ago. years prior. Yeah. And two events prior, and um, and Richard Musket because he'd won yeah. uh, the Australian GT Championship. So that was the pro car. Yeah, whereas our car was AM because we only had one seated driver, and the seated driver was Simon because yep. he'd won Formula, Formula Three. Three. Yeah, and that was just sort of how it worked. So anyway, that's it. That's it. Well, that was still a great weekend. And if you want to rewind a bit, a little bit further back to the highs and lows of Macau. Well, I'll tell you, viewers. Well, see, this is the stuff we don't know about because you were away and we didn't get any coverage. you got to go to Macau. Even if you, if you don't go for the races, 
if you don't go for hanging out with Jane Rowe uh, <laughs> from Michelin at the at the uh, at the at the wharf uh, yeah. to have some little Chinese soupy dishes that cost virtually nothing, if you don't go to the Grand Lapa Casino because they hand make the dim sum there so perfectly that it is like you know those you know those balls those uh ivory balls yeah you know they play they they make this stuff and they can carve all these balls within each other yep yeah well think about it's just basically three things so you've got a meaty round lump in the yeah. middle about the size of Oh, not a ping pong ball, but something smaller than that. Not right. those those balls you chuck a on the squash ball or something. No, no, no smaller than that. Okay. Uh, a green bowling green, bowling greens. Oh those yeah, little, yeah, little yeah, things. Little, that are only about yeah, the little dummy ball. Like, it's like that. Down, and then yeah. they have a, a a tennis ball, smaller than a tennis ball size, coating of of soft pastry. No, is it? Is it, what is it? What is it? What is it? What are they doing? Pasta, Chinese. Know. But you like know this sort of stuff. You know, that, like, like what the, what's on the outside of a blob of Chinese food? Yeah, like like you, you'd have on a normal dim sum. Yeah, but, but out. You like that. But, but not gluggy. You're not gluggy. Yeah. And then in between, there's this fluid. Yeah. And it's suspended. And you, you it bursts into your mouth going, <laughs> Is it hot? Oh, I thought I was going to burn myself, but it's just one degree <laughs> below the burning point. <laughs> it is just utterly amazing. And then there was another guy there. He was making. I, I, so I thought to myself, look, and I arrived at you know a, a little bit delayed, and I was going to have uh, dinner with some of the drivers. But I yep. just by the time I uh, got your shit was together, a fuck around because there's actually yeah. a ferry that goes direct from Hong Kong International right, to, Macau, to Macau. Yeah, but. You, if you pass out of customs to pick up your bag, mm. then you can't go back in. And the fucking idiots put the fucking oh, right. So you couldn't Cafe the Pacific yeah. put the fucking bag in in there, <laughs> or someone did. And so I had to go and get a fucking hundred dollar cab all the way around the town <laughs> to be able to pick up a slower ferry to go in that I couldn't see anything out of. Um, so that's why I missed the. So dinner. that was the disappointment. But the rest of it sounds. But yeah, but I so I went down to so the. So what about the race? But I went. Hang on, I went. To, don't worry about that. I went down to the <laughs> casino, and there was a guy in behind the room. I thought this is where the food will be. I don't, and I yeah. don't gamble, so but yeah, it's sure. interesting to have yeah. a little bit of a look. But the food because there's twenty four seven food and there's lots of people. It's all about retention. Keep them in there. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy. He was doing this what's called a hundred foot noodle soup, and he had this big wok here or this big pot with all this noodle which was a big blob and this uh, uh, enormous wok I'll show you the photo it's over like over where Rust over there is chewing on that bone yeah like so it's a few feet away and he stood up and he got his he got his he got his tongs and he went just like <laughs> like like monkey and it just these noodles and it flew like and it woo 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 really Unbelievable! Ripple. One one noodle, a hundred foot long, air. into this soup, which is called a hundred foot noodle. You know, and uh, <laughs> it was just something I've never seen before. So you must come. Hey, who's here? Okay, Macau. Hey, we go to Macau. We go. You book in now. You ring now. You tell <laughs> the wife. Now. You tell wife why you're no problem to go. You book it now. Mm. And I organise it with the flying partners until the viewers. Now you would love it. 
Yeah. But you know, maybe the best way to do this, Japes, Japes, is Jape to uh, is to consider uh, having the trouble and the strife join you afterwards for a little. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. I know, hey, I know. Yeah. And I get the corners to organise. Sounds good to me. Well, that's one way out of jail. Yep. And also one gives her a bit jail. of love. <laughs> and she likes Chinese. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like yeah. Chinese. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, but the racing was pretty good. Oh, good. We do get on the racing. Yeah, no, okay. but uh, it was the first year in the history of Macau that they didn't all smash themselves to pieces. Yes, well, they've sort of got a bit notorious for that. Well, Maro Engel was in P3, and I got off the grid, like, later than everybody else, and the, the marshals were going, Get on, go to the You'll get head chopped off if you do not, and in with the stock. And I, I walk up and come out the final gate right on the pole line and look over, and Maro's still got his wing up because really? it's hot. Yeah, right? Right, And I yeah, look yeah. over, and he goes, Shh. We thumbs up. Anyway, he pulled, he made he got the whole shot and won it because he there went you go. this fucking wide car across the top. <laughs> yeah, it is a wide <laughs> car. Anyway, I didn't <coughs> I didn't bother seeing him in the um in the media centre because he was all we're busy with people. But we caught up on a pisser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, that's the better way to yeah, catch up. She's at the yeah. best chats when you have a pee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, excellent. Well. Are we overstaying our welcome? With what? With the viewers? Nah, not at all. How for how many hours have we? Mate, we haven't. We haven't. You, what's the matter with you? What? No, I'm not trying to finish up quick. I'm just thinking yeah, of the viewers quick. getting bored. No, they're not that's getting bored. Right. They wouldn't get bored. They wouldn't be listening. Oh, that's all right then. But um, oh, just to give you a couple other little things that I've noticed. Uh, all right, we've got one through the little. Yeah, Austria can't talk about what was over there last week. No, before, but, you uh, can't. Ooh, Interesting F1 stuff. One stuff. Yeah, can't say much more. Um. I hear Mar- Mauritius back. Yes. Uh, an investor has come in, and uh, it'll be known as Manor Motorsport. Russian and, Mafia Motorsport. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's an uh, English investor, and that's sort of cool. Uh, yeah, next that week, is cool. Very that, cool. That's, what, that's good. That's and good. we don't get Alonso? No, Alonso's not, not coming. No. Electric no, Shocking. <laughs> shocking news. <laughs> Kevin Magnuson back up his podium. Oh dear! But but I I've I've heard a rumor. Have you? I've heard a rumor that the car's so bad. Yeah. That he just he's doing everything. He wants out of his contract. He wants out of his contract. Oh, Better off to be not looking silly. Well, what about Jensen then? Jensen's not saying anything. He must be playing the political game because he's got nowhere else to go. Whereas everybody had grab a lot so a bloody blink of an eye, wouldn't they? Let's be honest. Well, there isn't. But not. This season, of course. There's no one to grab, is there? So, no. Mm, interesting. But I did find, I did think it was amazing that the rumour was that, yes, he got a big electric shock and McLaren have denied it and blah, 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 blah. But the burn mark on the back cowling of the car, it's it's a burn mark. You can't describe it as anything else. So where does that It come looks from? like a heat scorch from it the out, inside coming yeah. out, does it yeah, not? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. So... Yeah. Where else does that come from? Well, it could come from any other. Any any engine component detached or unusually square shape. It's very weird. Yeah, it's all very fishy, viewers. Yes, that's right. So, look, um, just one thing. One thing I wanted to say, just on the on the on the on the back end of the uh, the success of Bathurst Twelve Hour, is that it's. I think it's it's once again, and I've said this before, 
quite likely where we're going to see some of the ideas I think that I had put to Tony Quinn, who owns the GT Championship uh, a couple of years ago. Yep. When I went to, Another when race. I, Make it worthwhile for people who come to this part of the world yes. to bring their vehicles and make them useful. Yep. So, an Oceana Championship, which mm. may be Clipsal, yep. Bathurst. Well, Clipsal are tied in really well. Uh, it? Sepang, um, yeah. maybe Fuji and Highlands. Yeah. And um, I think that makes a lot of sense. I do too. Especially, especially on the basis that the Bathurst 12-hour only lets you run the year before machinery. Mm. So it's an excellent drop-off zone for people. Like, you, like, well, you can't get twenty fifteen machinery in the country because it's yep. being absorbed in Europe. Sure, right? Um, so early, so you're better off to have the best hand-me-downs. So mm. it's a really good, uh, you know, sales transformation. Well, we saw. I mean, Clipsal apparently, you know, the the South Australian Motorsport Board or whatever are trying to enhance the event and they're going to do all this new seating and everything else next year and it's going to have the first major upgrade. So we may even see some resurfaced roads for the first time since the Grand Prix. I mean, certainly they've done other like bits and pieces of the track, but never the whole circuit since, uh, since the Grand Prix, which, you know, 30 years ago, 1985, come November. Um, so that would be good. But based on this year's GT race Saturday night, wouldn't it be great to have a, a three-hour enduro or whatever of all those guys who've come over for Bathurst at, at Clipsal? I mean, it'd be just a great enhancement to the event. Start off at maybe 4.30 or something and then go into the darkness. Well, there was a few murmurings, I think, after uh, John Eric Verne had uh, demos, demonstrated one of the pre-hybrid Ferraris around yes. the track there, which I think is the first time a, a, a car has been around this since 1997. Is that correct? 97? 96. 96. 96. Last so there was no here. there was no race of any kind through 97 or 98. No. There was a two year hiatus. hiatus. Good word. Ooh, <laughs> snap. Yeah. Um, before we moved to the Sensational Adelaide 500, right. which yep. was the precursor to two. Clipsal. That's uh, right. Adelaide 500, which was yep. effectively bought out by Schneider mm. Puss Electrical. Electrical. <laughs> Who were, incidentally, viewers, if you didn't go to the event and you didn't see all the signage, promoting a very worthwhile-looking PowerPoint that's basically got a, uh, a three-pin 240-volt and two USB connectors in the one item. All for the wall huggers. Yeah. So you can charge your Bluetooth devices or your computer or whatever through USB and plug the kettle in at the same time. Oh, that's lovely, JP. It is. Yeah, you've good. got a USB kettle, I know that. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, that, that, there's definitely an opportunity for a, a, a rise to the Asian series. Uh, next week, uh, Blanc Pain Endurance Series or oh, yes. kicks off with testing on Wednesday and Thursday at uh, Paul Ricard, Ricard. circuit, yeah. uh, flying to Marseille. Might be going. Might be. Good. Fingers crossed. Too much. Well, I don't think it's crossed that I don't have to go. <laughs> More flying. Well, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, seriously, viewers. Yeah. And um, I uh, would like to... Uh, Wouldn't upset you. One, one thing I'd like to uh, also bring your viewers' attention to is to a uh, rather... Um, Excellent promotion by uh, by the by Porsche 
mm. on their uh, their GT their new uh, 911 GT3 RS product yes. done uh, by uh, our friend uh, Brendan Hartley, mm. and uh, who's uh, looks like a he's taken to uh, out of car activities. <laughs> as well as he has in-car activities. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, in National Paul, he was here on the weekend. Uh, well, so caught yeah, up for a moment, but uh, no, nah, but he can't, well, can't talk about it. <laughs> but he's had to run in for a day and then back to um, continue working on the Nissan LMP1 uh, project, which yep. uh, won't be wor- winning any awards for, 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 for good looks. Or front-wheel drive. Maybe could win awards, but rear rear wheels are being driven electrically. Yeah, yeah, but it's still a front wheel drive car, technically. Fifteen inch wheel, fifteen inch wheels at the front, nine at the rear, mm. with aerodynamic pass through. Yes, mm. very brave and unusual. It is sort of, it's, a, but uh, you know, that's the way of the road cars of the future. No, it's not that at all, JP. That's just one of those things you just pluck out of thin air. No, it's not. It's, yeah, but come look, on, how just... much technology have we seen in sports cars and Formula One over the past 10 years that has trickled down? The, the, the trickle down always works. This was one of those little meaty cachets of yours that you just come up with. No, it's There's not. all that rubbish. Anyway, it's a time for... <laughs> all that rubbish. You know what? Yeah, you know take what? time. It's, it's got to be take time. <laughs> What's with the squirt? Shut up. Hold on. Oh, come on. Drop a pen. There you go. That will do. Take yeah. time. It's just, just not the same. You got to do it. Got to drop something. Well, I can't smash it. You're living in a place with stuff that's smashable. Right. Okay. So on the form of on on. The motoring side of things. Did you realise there's been a new car announced? It's called a Regera. Regera. Mm-hmm. A hypercar. Not a supercar. It's a hypercar. hypercar. Because that's because it uses hybrid technology, so that's where right. they're getting it in there. Mm. And it's made by. Right. It's obviously European. I. Conigsegg. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Is, is that how you say it? Conigsegg. Conigsegg. Yeah, yeah. Well, it uses two a two-turbo five-litre V8. Right. With three electric motors, no less, two that drive the rear wheel, and one of the electric motors actually replaces the transmission system, costing $1.89 million US dollars, oh, of which all? 80 are only being made, and of course... Even if you add the money, they won't give you one. Um, delivering around about circa eighteen hundred horsepower, Jesus. the road-going vehicle can run from zero to two hundred and fifty mile an hour in ten. Oh, Come on, <laughs> that'd be an idiot. What two hundred and fifty mile an hour? Zero to two hundred and fifty mile in ten. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a bit too quick, isn't it? 17? Come on. Wake I'm, up to yourself. Come on. Well, go on then. Well, just, no, just have a reasonable me. guess. Well, I'm I'm not up to reasonable guess. Well, we'll have guesses. a reasonable guess. Because you're way off. What? Up or down? 22. 20. 20. Well, there you go. Well, I wasn't that far off at all, yeah. you plonker. I've got no idea. <laughs> anyway, I guess you won't be wanting one. Well, with that much bloody uh, horsepower, wouldn't have surprised me. Right. But... Is it actually real? 
was it shown? Oh, it, it's just, shown it was unveiled at the Geneva Car Show. But specifically, the reason I'm mentioning it is it has Apple CarPlay integration. No. Mm. Yeah. Well, you okay. think you'd get that for nothing, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, you'd like to hope so. So uh, next Do you week, get a free Apple iWatch with it. Well, a gold one. You'll find out next week. I think he might be getting one next week. Um, now. That's an interesting thing. Next week at the 9th of March, right. 9th of March, next Monday, yep. it's, there's a, there is a, certainly a, an event being staged at Yubaliyah uh, Centre right. in, uh, um, in uh, San Francisco, yep. uh, which probably will be to further discuss the availability and configuration and functionality of the new Apple Watch. But given that they already had a bit of a Hoo-ha. Yes. Hoo-ha yeah, it about a, it. Uh, but probably, it was a pre-production model, wasn't it? Let's yeah, but they're, 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 just, they're just they're, they're trying to salivate people's yeah. interest uh, in that. Um, what who, about the logistics of all this, though? Well, that's what a very interesting... Gold? You see, if I was Auric Goldfinger, <laughs> who was in the James Bond movie James, after yeah. 007... I'd be seriously worried about shrinkage. Yeah, exactly. All that gold floating around the place. Well, if 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 maths does 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 justice, <laughs> justice, then uh, uh, around thirty to forty percent of the world's gold, and it wouldn't be pure because you'd need some yeah, extra additives to not to up, harden yeah. it up. Yeah. Would be required to deliver the supposed analysts' uptake. Of uh, the new watch, oh, mm. well, I, I find that a little bit. Uh, I do too. I find hard to believe. Hard to believe. What do you believe? Did you see um, four, four Corners on Monday I night? I did see that. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, didn't sort of come out very squeaky clean out of way. But there you go. Well, they are the richest company in the world. True. And uh, they sort of, I guess, when you drill back on that, and no pun intended, viewers, mm. because we're talking about tin extraction from poorer parts of the world, yep. um, it's pretty impossible for a supply chain of that entity to be able to drill or exactly. go back, and go reverse engineer. And that you can't was go my up. Thought. You, you, you know, think of the river, yeah. but when we go all to the yeah. little tributaries from the top of the mountain, we can't. Yeah. yeah. And that was my thought at the time, was that, well, okay, you can go back to the factories in China and you can maybe go back one step further than that. But really and truly, beyond that, can you class them as being responsible? And I don't you think you can. You just never know where your cocaine comes from. No, well, that's true. And you never know where you... I mean, you can take it back to the most basic level of tin cans. Like, you buy an imported can of tuna and... The tin to make the can, where's it come from? Now, Do we worry about that? that Does speak, someone crucify John West? Now, I was take who, who always selects the best. That's right. Because he rejects Chinook salmon. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Now, I was taking Russell Sausage to yes. the vet yesterday for her yeah. checkup, which I might add oh, came yeah. back at oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. As she should. 100%. And I, but I had to go around the Clipsal because of the street closures yes. and down Greenhill Road, and then I turned right at Goodwood Road and yep. then came along there past the, the 
60-40 dinner and dance. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Which has yeah, been yeah, replaced yeah. now with a moving screen, if you hadn't noticed. Yes, I hadn't noticed. Right, and yeah, up LED there, technology. an LED screen, yes, yes. And up there, it had a tin of Serena Tuna, Serena Tuna, oh, yes. whatever, which, interestingly enough, was the brand behind one of the uh, Ferrari 430s that uh, Alan had driven right. uh, here in Australia, just for a moment, Tuna. Maybe it was down at Phillip Island. I don't know why there was tuna involved. But it said 100%, 100% caught line and pole. Oh, really? And I went, if I catch those bastards <laughs> catching... I mean, do you think about it? Like, how's that work? Yeah. If there's a line and a pole, there's got to be a little asterisk somewhere. For <laughs> all that many tuna. <laughs> well, how many poles can you... Yeah. Well, yeah, but so they're not allowed to. Maybe them, it's though, the they? poles, Polish people that no, are catching not it. Poles, you tosser. And they just run in the big net, <laughs> yeah. which is the line. We're dribbling now, viewers. No, seriously. <laughs> How could you fill up the Serena cans if because you're just catching size, it by hand? Have you seen the size of a tuna? Wait, no. <laughs> well, you don't have to catch many to get a few hundred kilos. Oh, is that right? Yeah. But do you catch well, them with a line? BFs. <laughs> Are they? I just thought they were like. I didn't think they were like garfish. No, they're like mega. Yeah, right. You know, anyway, there's something not quite right know. there. I tell you, I'm going to do a bit more Pigs investigation. Of the sea. Or they're going to be on media there watch. Pigs of the sea. Pigs. Tuna. <laughs> snort, snort. So um, there is uh, also a little bit of a uh, a little of a, a hoo ha, a bit a bit of a cankinen. Yep. Uh, that uh, that the next week's discussion of the uh, iWatch yes. will actually see the release of a 12-inch MacBook Air Retina, which bothers mm, well, me. Which makes me car, go, why the fuck? If you have an 11 and a 12 and a yeah. 13, what, what is the point? Where's the selling point? Well, so you get rid of the 11 and the 13. No, they'll be keeping those. No, they won't. Ah, just don't back chat me, boy. They'll get rid of them. I know boats. Don't yeah, you get, might hit, know boats. You, but you, get mate, some the 11 Serena. will be gone, 13 will be gone, it'll be a 12. Retina. I'll tell you. That's, that's it. You won't need a 13 then because you've got retina. Maybe those Serena people need to change their, their logo. And then we'll get a 13-inch... Get iPad that'll use the same screen and slowly the MacBook will just disappear. Serena, get hooked on fishing, not drugs. Yeah, there right. you go. Would that be better? Just say no. Go good and barley. Yeah, it would. Oh. At this point in time, that's probably not that great. Well, I do the crime. Sorry. Yeah, but no. Ten years after, come mate, on. Sorry, Can't no, I, mate. I, no, I'm, Can't I'm be not agreeing with it. No, I'm, oh, mate. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not in for capital punishment. But you know, no, I'm not either, either way. But you know, it, you know, shut up. If it was a year after the event, maybe I could take it on the chin. But ten look, years. Look, don't Reform, turn this into. We are not a political. No, we're not political. And you'll right. you'll always lose this You're argument. Right. True. Anyway, I'll shut up. And uh, d- I'm hearing double. Double the RAM capacity. Double the RAM. Yeah. Double the RAM coming up in the next. But double the RAM. What? Double the RAM coming up release? in the next. What? What product from Apple coming up later in the year would have double the RAM? iPad. Yet. No. 
phone. What would it be? 16. What? No, 8. No, that's storage. Firmware RAM. 2 gigabyte for the success. That's what I'm hearing. And that's What's it. What's the current? One. Is it only one? See, there you go. I thought it was two. Well, you don't know nothing. So, for the six. Well, viewers. Well, barbecues. Well, I think I think you've covered barbecues. Well, we sort of did earlier on, but, but I just wanted to say yeah, that right. viewers, if you're interested, if you've got a Weber particularly, if you're interested in some new and interesting recipes, go to Weber.com, the US site, register yourself on there, especially if you've got a kettle barbecue, and they'll send you a recipe every week. And because I came here... But it's Americanised. Is it it's American Americanised, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you've got to have kosher salt and all sorts of crap. But nevertheless... And it's like it's... Uh, you could, but it's heart wings. Two weeks ago, they had these smoky, whatever... Chipolata. Buffalo, bloody... Not, they, weren't, they weren't chicken. They were um, beef wings, ribs... Um, and I've got it. I've I printed it out because I'm going to try them because they look sensational. Well, probably be over on the weekend to try them out. <laughs> yeah, you probably will too. Okay. See you later. Good night, viewers. Sorry, viewers. We've been a bit uh, tardy, but uh, I can't expect we'll get any better. But over the no. next month, well, I'm here. Yeah, over the next month, you might you, you're going to be lucky if if you think of it that way. We'll just try and get back into this, the, the, the swing of the normal the swing of the things. And uh, Dunkin' Donuts was going to be here, but he uh, had to go. That's right. He was curtailed by his offspring. <laughs> Good night, Fuse. Good night. <laughs>